That Jess had the most generous tooth fairy come to her house back in the day. You with me? Because I think there might be multiple tooth fairies, not not confirmed, but there might be. I mean, yeah, it would make sense. Because my tooth fairy, by the way, nowhere near as generous. Not even with inflation over the 10-year difference between you and I, right? Yesterday was National Tooth Fairy Day, and Jess and I just started talking about the... A illustrious gifts that we may have received from said tooth fairies, right? How much money were you getting from the tooth fairy? I, I told you, I said, I get 25 cents. Every time I would lose a tooth, I would put it under my pillow, mm-hmm. wake up the next day, there it is, shiny quarter, right? Each I, tooth, you got a quarter? Each tooth, I got a quarter. Okay. And I was grateful for that quarter, Jessica. Yeah. It seemed fair. And then Jess, out of her mouth... Because I would expect there to be like a little bit of a difference. I think like my sister, who is sim- maybe a little older than you, she may have gotten a dollar from the Tooth Fairy. I think the Tooth Fairy got a little uh, uh, wage increases throughout the, the, the differences between our times. Um, but how much money did you get for every single tooth? A dollar. I, I thought you got five dollars. No, I got a dollar. Why did I think you get five? Because other people were saying that is, I got five. Is that what it was? I got a dollar for every single tooth that I... Lost. Maybe it must have been a text yesterday that said they get $5 per tooth. And I was like, $5? Yeah. Even a dollar. Okay, a dollar seems fair. Yeah, I think a dollar per tooth is fair, and that's where it should stay forever. We got a text message that said they got $5 a tooth. And I'm like, okay, let's do the math here. So as a kid, you have 20 teeth. If you get $5... Per tooth, that said tooth fairy is investing. How much, Jess? Can you do the math? Yeah, a hundred bucks. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a hundred bucks. Yes, yeah, it's a hundred dollars. Did you ever hear five dollars though? Is that like the new currency of tooth fairies? Apparently so, because from the text line, I was seeing a lot, a lot more numbers than just a dollar. Can we see who has the most generous tooth fairy in all of Maryland? Assuming there are multiple ones. Right. No, here's my theory on the tooth fairy. Yeah. I feel like they, you know, they have to run like the president. So your tooth fairy was handing out a quarter per yes. tooth, right? Yes, Jessica. Ten yes. years later, mine came around, was like, I'm going to give a dollar for every tooth. And that's why your tooth fairy won the election. Right. Lauren Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Was uh, was this the tooth fairy that came to visit you or is coming to visit your kids or something currently? It's coming to visit my kids. Okay. This said tooth fairy, how much do they leave per tooth? Ten dollars a tooth. Ten dollars? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yes. Okay. What? How does that tooth fairy afford this? Why? Why? And why would the tooth fairy shoot so high? Wait, every. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Does your tooth fairy give the ten dollars a tooth for every single tooth, or just the front teeth? The first tooth was funny. But why? And, and the, <laughs> well, um, I think you were right with the whole. There's multiple tooth fairies out there. Yes. And so the tooth fairy that I interviewed was on that whole five dollars for the first tooth, one dollar per tooth after that kind of thing. Why yes. is there why is there a different one? My husband found a different tooth fairy. Oh, there's two. Uh, you, you both know separate your, tooth fairies. Your husband outsourced yes. and found a ten dollar t- tooth tooth fairy. <laughs> yeah. And and, 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 and uh, is your husband regretting finding that tooth fairy now? Actually no. Okay. Well, hey, hey. You know, that is, that's a solid listen, it's solid. Yeah, he convinced me 
funny because he's like, you know, this tooth fairy's pretty generous. The money's going <laughs> towards our kids. Yeah, yeah. You know. Let, say, let them have a good time with it, and you know. I, I hope. I don't I, agree with this tooth fairy. I, I, I hope that your tooth fairy, your kids don't realize that this, uh, we don't have all these tooth fairies handing out free ten dollars out here. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling us. Of course. 410-583-1065. If the tooth fairy in your home uh, that visits at your house uh, brings more than ten dollars, can you call us up? Jess, who are we talking to? This is Ashley on four from Dundalk. Ashley. Hi. Is your tooth fairy more generous than said $10? It is. My tooth fairy gave $20. $20? Wait, hold up. Are we talking the fr- the front teeth or every single pearly white in your child's mouth? The tooth fairy gave $20 per tooth. Every single pearly white. Oh, what? hell no. What? no. What? What lessons are we teaching no. here from said tooth fairy? And why did we decide... Uh, why did the tooth fairy decide on on twenty dollars per tooth? It seems it seems a, a smidge high. I think my tooth fairy just like to spoil everybody. I see that. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a set tooth fairy like this back in the day. I feel like I almost <laughs> got cheated. No, I- this is no, this is bad territory because. I, when I was a child and only getting a dollar for my teeth, I was knocking myself out to get my <laughs> teeth out of my mouth. I can only imagine what your kids were doing. I honestly, I might, I might trade in my teeth for my adult teeth right now for $20 a piece. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for that price. Hi, Vicki. Hi. Tell us just how generous the tooth fairy is in your household. My tooth fairy gives toy coupons. So they'll write a note and, you know, say your tooth was pristine. It's the greatest tooth. Okay. You get a coupon for a toy, exchange it with your mom or dad, mm-hmm. and the limit has been around $30. But wow. They excellent care of the teeth. Wait. I'm, so I'm, I'm calling this $30 a tooth then is what I'm going to call this. <laughs> Let's be real. With they taxes, probably thirty nine and gosh, they have to be you know take really good care. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, when the tooth fairy leaves said note coupon, has the the child ever tried to take advantage of said situation? Because I feel like if I had a free coupon for a, a toy, I might you know go wild. There's limits. I they haven't taken advantage of of the tooth fairy yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, they might. Uh, the tooth fairy but might want to change that. If you think about over. it, they're they're saving the parents money on dental bills okay really i mean care. okay yes well we can always look at it that way it's a very generous tooth fairy jessica okay all right let's go to three this is amber and dundog hi amber hi you have a very uh this actually is not your story but you know a very a very generous tooth fairy this was my cousin yes who's just a couple years younger than me and this was 20 years ago you know when the going rate was only a couple dollars yeah. a tooth. Yes. And her tooth fairy, you know, was out that night not expecting this to happen and was celebrating with friends. And when her tooth fairy got there and realized, you know, that they had to leave some money, when they reached in, they accidentally left $50 to her. And they didn't realize until she came in in the morning and was so excited that what? she got a 5 What? $50? <laughs> and what? She couldn't even count to fifty. She didn't even know what it was. She just came in with a five zero. And and um, how old was she at the time? Maybe five. And when she told the other cousins, because she was a baby cousin, yeah, we were outraged because that was not the going rate. Yeah, that seems a little <laughs> a, a little steep. I I bet I'm just assuming that the um, the tooth fairy woke up the next morning and was a Mortified. little little unhappy about that. Said. The tooth fairy right 
wasn't happy. And then, you know, we had to let her know that that was probably just extra special because it was her first tooth. Yes. And that okay. wasn't what you get for every tooth. It's right. literally the only, you, you just got paid for your whole entire mouth. Yeah, that's it. At one time. Right yeah. up front. One and that's done. Best. Does a 27-year age difference in a relationship make you cringe a little bit? Because Jess and I does, to be completely honest. We heard this news yesterday, and we were like, whoa. Or maybe we should. I don't know. Maybe we're being too judgmental here. But what's the, what's the news in Hollywood, Jess? So comedian Dane Cook just got engaged to his 23-year-old girlfriend after five years of dating. How's that sit with you? How's that make you? What's the first thing that comes through your brain? 50 with a 23-year-old. Because like to me, it's like, what in the world does either of you see in each other? Like, what in the world could you even talk about? Even when I was dating Miss California, who she was, let's see, I was 38, she was 29. That, to me, felt like a lifetime of difference. Even just when Jess and I try to have conversations sometimes, I'm like, what? I know. <laughs> like, I feel the same way. <laughs> like, so when I'm like, 20, like, 27 year difference? Like, how does that work? We want to talk to people in Maryland this morning that have a huge age difference in their relationship. And, like, defend it. If it works for you, defend it. Explain it to us so that we can get it. 410-583-1065. Nancy from Hampstead, good morning. Good morning. You just got out of a relationship with a a big age difference. Yes. You were how old? I'm 60. And he is how old? 31. Wow. Okay, that's that's 29 years. 29 years. How long were you guys together? Four months. Okay. Defend that relationship to us, because you have to imagine some of us are looking at this like, huh. I've never been with anyone that wasn't at least 20 years younger than me. Where did, really? you, where did you meet? We actually met on a dating site for older women and younger men. Okay. Oh, there's a site? And what, um, can we plug the site? We might as well plug the site now. It's called Older Women Dating. Okay. okay. Olderwomendating.com. So why did the fourth month relationship end? Because I told him I love you, and he ran like a kid. Because <laughs> there ain't no 20-year-old trying to be in love. I, I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. It's okay. So I'm okay now. Two days are crying, and I'm, you know, I've already talked to somebody else. Oh, good. She, Go she ahead, Nancy. She's back on it. Yeah. Well, really quick, what about your circle around you? Did they know that you were dating somebody that was so significantly younger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's younger than my youngest child. Oh, my God. Oh. Do, now, do, my, my children don't like it, but yeah. um, my relationship before that was 10 years long, and at that time, he was 21, so, you know. Wait, 20, um, 21, and you were how old, 50? Um, no, because we've been broke up for seven years. Oh, okay, so a little bit a little bit different, but still, th- 29 yeah. years, and, and to you, to you, everything was going great. You loved it, but then he, you just, he wasn't quite quite as far along as you were. No, he wanted more casual, and um, yeah, he wanted to spend more time on his career. And he's very family oriented, and yeah, he wanted yeah. to give me the time that I wanted, and just you know, we okay. had to go our separate ways. But, okay. it, but, but it worked. But it worked. But oh, yeah. for you. the majority of the relationships, I've never anyone okay. that wasn't young, and it's always okay. worked. I want you to add to this list if you can this morning, parents. Our phone number is four ten five eight three one zero six five. The list is parents reveal what people should know before having kids. Like you thought you knew, but like you had no idea. And then it happened. Because I got to be honest, as a potential to be parent one day, I think I got it figured out. 
Like, I think I know what it would be like just by watching movies and stuff, you know? I don't think it'd be that hard, but then, like, reading this like reading this list, I'm like, okay. oh, what? what? I just, it just it, to, honestly, on the surface level, it doesn't look like it would be terribly hard, but then, <laughs> but then I read this. are laughing in their cars right now. Then I read this, and I'm like, oh, maybe it is. So call us. Yeah, if there's something yeah. you, you wish you would have known before you became a parent, uh, call us, 410-583-1065. I'll go through this list from BuzzFeed. Uh, actually, this is Reddit. Sorry. It says, um, you should know how damn hard it is not to let your own identity get lost being mom or dad. Once you have a child, they become the mm-hmm. most important thing in your life, but you always got to have a, a, keep a spot for who you were before kids. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine because it does kind of like that is who you are now, right? Like you are mom, you are dad. And I guess that's probably the most important thing. I hear a lot of that from my Uh, My married friends, too, like they have a hard time with their relationship at first because they didn't realize how much work it was going to be constantly as mom and or dad, you know, and making sure taking time for yourself is a priority. So you don't get to that point. This parent says there's no such thing as an off day. They wish they would have known this before they had kids. Says you get 104 degree fever. It's too bad. Your little one needs that needs to make them food. Okay, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love being a mom, but it's also the most exhausting thing I've ever done. Didn't think about that part. Yeah. Because, like, when I look at it, <laughs> I had a friend that had a newborn. And I was like, wait, so you're telling me that when they take a nap, then, like, you can also take naps? It seemed like it was such a benefit at the time. But, like, I guess that never stops. You know what yeah, I mean? There's no sick days. There's no sick days. There's no, like, your kid needs Vacation you. Your kids need days. you. Nothing you can do. This one kind of freaks me out a little bit, y'all, as a non-parent. I was not prepared for how much poop I would have to deal with. Oh, man, yeah. I'm not really excited about that. It says, and uh, you'll get spit up in your hair, on your clothes, and if you're really lucky like me, your baby will time it perfectly to spit up right into your open mouth. Yeah, my sister did that to my dad. I, like, see it in my mind very vividly. I'll never forget it. Threw up in your dad's mouth? Yeah, he was playing with her. It was too soon after uh, my mom had just fed her, and he was laying on the floor and kind of like, you know, doing kind of like a flying thing with her. No. And it timing, like literally threw up in his mouth. It was disgusting. That's terrifying. Something I would never think about. I would never think about having to worry about literal throw up in my mouth. Like Yeah, and blow up diapers. Yeah, not fun. (laughs) No. All right, let me give you one more. I don't know if parents can relate to this or not, but they're going to tell you they hate you sooner than you think. Yeah, it's sad. And that one kind of broke my heart a little bit, man. This uh, this person on Reddit went on to say, don't take it personally. They're just trying to figure out their, how their emotions work and how it makes other people feel as bad as they do. So he said, I always respond with, okay, I love you. I think that would just destroy me. But hey. Yeah, the first time. As a kid... That was like my go-to. Really? You said either, that a lot? Either I hate you or you're the worst mom ever. No. Yeah. Not to your mom. Which I literally I literally have the best mom ever. I'll read you like just one more off of here. This says, you know the people who are always late to everything, so you tell them an event starts at 6 when actually just start at 7? You are now those people once you become a parent. You will always be late because <laughs> your kid will always yeah. make you late for something. It takes forever to get out of the house, yeah. Wish you would have known that. What about you? 410-583-1065. Margie in Columbia, what is something (laughs) that you wish that you would have known about parenting before you became one yourself? So there's two things to say. The first one is trying to explain to somebody 
what it is to be a parent is trying to explain the color red to a blind person. It can't be done. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I, I I think I'm picking up on that. Uh, the, more, <laughs> yeah. the more I'm learning about parenting, the more I'm like, oh, it's much harder than I may have assumed at first. And the other thing is you're only as happy as your saddest or unhappiest child. I've heard that saying before. You're only yeah. as happy as the saddest child. Did I get that right? Is it because is it because you just feel their pain and it's something that you can't Absolutely. fix? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No matter how old they are, whether they're in the elementary school age and they're getting bullied or picked on, yeah. or they're 29 and they're dealing with job confusion right now. Yeah. Yeah. Adulting stuff. You, you feel it. You feel it. The loneliness that they might have, or yeah. So, you know, your your other one might be flying high, but the the other child is maybe more blue, more more sad, and that's yeah. where you are. So you're going through. You're basically going through whatever that whatever your yeah Absolutely. your kids are going through. I and it, it doesn't stop just because they're on their own. It never stops. Right. That's your mom. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, wow. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Guarantee thank you for Margie. Yes. Thank you for calling us with uh-huh. that. Because it's absolutely the most amazing task. I, you know, I think I could probably oh, take, I take that. most of it on, except for the throw up in the mouth. That kind of freaks me out a well, little bit. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me read a couple of texts from the 410. So they never stop touching you. Wish you would have known that before, that like you never. <laughs> Always. Or what about this one? What about this one? I wouldn't be able to use the bathroom alone again. <laughs> I yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't think about that kind of stuff. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Jen, what is what's something that you wish you wish you would have known before you became a parent? That it's okay if your idea of how your relationship with your child is not the way you thought it was going to be before you were a parent. And 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 what what do you what do you mean by that? So I had this idea of what it was going to be like before I was a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, my son's now three, but he also has autism. So, like, he mm-hmm. doesn't, like, cuddle as much. He yeah. um, He's just different than, which is fine. We love how different he is. He's great. But, yeah, it's different because, you know, you have this idea of the way you thought things were going to be. Yeah. And, you know, card dates and, okay. you know, play dates. And it's it's different. And it's okay that if it's not the way you thought it was going to be before you were a parent, Yeah, it's mm-hmm. okay if it's a different idea. You learn to love a whole different kind of world. That makes sense. Yeah. Really quick though, while, while I have you here, Jess just, just mortified me with this and actually being a thing with like kids throwing up in your mouth. Is that a thing? <laughs> Unfortunately, it is a thing and they always like to uh, have the throw up and the blowouts all at the same time. Oh my so God. You always play yeah. 25 minutes before you leave the house. <laughs> Kramer, do you know what a blowout is? Yeah, do you know, yes, what, do you yes, know what she means by yes. that? And like I, every time we t- say blowout, I just keep picturing it. So can we not? Jess, here's one that I I didn't realize I'm, I'm obviously not a parent, but I've got a ton of parent friends. The amount of money it costs to play sports. Oh, whoa. Yeah. My God. Like, yeah, I, I did not appreciate that as a kid. Like I was in every, every league sport. I was playing baseball. I was playing T-ball. I was playing soccer. I was playing football. I had no idea. One of my friends just had to pay $1,400 for a kid to play soccer. I was like, $1,400? And that's like I, I dance competitively and I I mean my parents were paying for hotels every weekend at different conventions I was going to. I have no idea what that costs them. So crazy. Yeah, one thing from with my husband, he you know how they always say little boys get like the geysers? Well, we had a daughter. She did the exact same thing to my husband when he went to change her diaper. She 
No. Oh, no. He never thought that little girls would do that, you know? Yeah. And it, and it and it got on it did, it didn't go in. So mouth. basically nobody's safe. Nobody's safe when it comes to diaper changing. It's a war zone no, is what we need to no, be prepared no. for. Yeah, fortunately it did not go into his mouth. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> I just Jess has got me freaked out with this whole vomit in the mouth thing that I'm like I'm not now I'm just I'm on guard for what might come through the phone next, you know? If you still have access to your ex's uh digital stuff passwords passwords social medias logins logins if you still have your ex's logins can you call us up because i want to see if this stat is true after bad breakups about 28 percent of people in maryland say they can still log into their ex's accounts for certain things that's they wanted to with meaning behind their ex's back yeah like you still yeah you still have a password that you know that you could use to log into things like facebook netflix email twitter spotify paypal Google accounts, personal emails, 28% of people in the state of Maryland said they still have access to their significant other's bank accounts. And I just don't know that I believe this. If there's a bad breakup, let me tell you, my wife cheated on me and we separated. The first thing I did was go through and change every password that I had. When it's that kind of process, those things may be more top of mind. Whereas in my situation, it wasn't. I was more focused on like, moving out and getting my things out and I was like so emotionally involved that I did not think about like digital digital accounts were not the first thing on my mind which kind of freaked me out because I feel like he probably had access to my things longer than I wanted him to Um, mm -hmm. and you know he's looking how could he not if you still have access to it X's digital stuff 410-583-1065 hello Allie from Middle River good morning Good morning. How are you? We're good. How long have you and your ex been split at this point? So we broke up in 2015, so I guess like coming up on seven years. Seven years. Wow. What <laughs> access do you still have when it comes to their passwords? So, I mean, technically I could probably still log into almost everything. He uses the same passwords for everything. And he hasn't oh. changed it? <laughs> Did you test this out so you know that the same passwords are like still there? I mean, when I had to reset my passwords, they're on his email because I used his email for it back when we were together. And okay. I still, I still so when's the last time you actually checked it? It was in the last month. I mean, I had to change my password. <laughs> I don't really want to be up in his business and Facebook and all that. But. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so can, can you so tell curious. us everything that you can technically log into if you wanted to? Um, Facebook is Instagram and Snapchat. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I literally have his wife if I wanted it. I just don't want it. <laughs> you think this dummy would change it, right? You feel like after, especially this long, the, it, no matter what, okay. huge identity <laughs> issue. If you haven't changed yeah. your password in seven years, it's well, a big problem. Yeah, it's true. Wow, okay. I mean, he did change it once, but all he did was add an exclamation point, so uh, I just figured wait, it out. Wait, so you wait, so, so you, you, just said, you just went in and put an exclamation point, and that was it? Yeah. Damn, look at this. Okay, great story. Thank you for calling us. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Brittany in Baltimore. Good morning. Good morning. How long have you and your ex been broken up? Uh, Two years. Which one of their accounts can you still access? All of them. He still uses the same email and password <laughs> for everything. This is a trend where we are learning, <laughs> I guess. Give us, give us some examples of things you can still log into. Like, it's wild. Emails, data apps, Facebook. Does he know? Does he know that you have his passwords? He does now. Wait, he didn't know this before. Brandon, did you know I had the password? 
Ooh. <laughs> no, he didn't. Wait, wait, wait are you guys on. are you guys hanging out right now? <laughs> wait, wait. No, no, he's on uh, Facetime. You have your ex on Facetime right now, and you heard this topic, and you said I must call and tell him, tell them that I have your password. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> How do you feel about giving your friends your opinion? When they haven't asked. <laughs> Don't do it. JK, it's, I always do it. I was going to say, you're probably the wrong person to ask about I this. always do it. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, my friend, I feel like is making a really, really quick decision that's going to really impact his life, but he did not ask me how I feel about it. It depends what it has to deal with because I feel like I love seeing these memes on social media when they're basically alluding to the fact of you wanting to tell your opinion on something that like is a mess in your own life. Yeah. So it depends on like do you have ground to stand on in this situation? Let me tell you the story. Now, I don't know full details, but all I know is I'm going to see him face to face this weekend oh, and yay, I have a feeling it's going to come up and I'm like, do I even yeah. state my opinion? So my buddy got divorced around the same time I did. He then kind of jumped right into a relationship and that fizzled out uh, last summer, we'll say, right? Since then, though, he's been like, he's kinda, legit been single. He's been like hopping, hopping, yeah. hop, 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 yeah, you know, one night, one night, one night, one night, one yeah, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. He finally met a girl at work probably three months ago. Now, my buddy's military, so he moves a lot, and he knew that a move was coming up. Like, he knew in the summer he was going to have to move. And I told him, like, Where is listen, he going? don't start dating somewhere down near Nashville. Okay. So uh, he, uh, he was like, I was like, dude, don't start dating yet because what if, like, at least seriously, because mm-hmm. what if you meet somebody awesome and you know you have to move, then what are you going to do? He's like, yeah, totally. Shouldn't do that. Awful idea texting this weekend because it's going to rain. I'm going to supposed to go meet with him this weekend to go hiking in Pennsylvania. Weather's going to be kind of crappy this weekend. So I was texting him. Um, like, what are you guys going to do instead? Just on Saturday, I was like, well, do you want to change it? Do you want to like change the weekend? He's like, well, no, you know, I got this going on, this going on. Then this new girl and I are moving to Nashville the really? weekend after that. And I'm like, oh, you're moving to Nashville. And she's going with. Already. Yeah. Now, again, he did not ask my opinion how I felt about that. It wasn't as like, do you think we should move together? Mm-hmm. But my guy has been seeing her for like three months. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a good friend, I should step in and be like, hey, listen, a little outside of point of view. Maybe this is a bit quick before you move with a female. But you also don't want to put your own fear and insecurities on somebody else. Absolutely true. And here's my thing about this. This is why I think this is interesting about your friend is in his relation. The reason why his original serious relationship ended was because he didn't want to move with her. So I think for him, I think the reason why I'm not so alarmed by this is because he pushed that off so much that obviously in this situation, there is a different thing that he is feeling inside him. For him to be willing to want to experience this with this person so, so quickly, quickly because he did he did everything he could to to basically put his feet in the sand to not to make sure that didn't happen. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm not so alarmed because I'm like, obviously, there's been a change. Obviously, he's been like, you know, doing a, doing a bunch of things in different area codes. So yeah. I feel like he's gotten that out of his system. I'm not as alarmed as I would be if I were to hear someone random just being like, I just met this person. Three months ago, and I want to, like, take a chance. months, though. So my question is, do I just not bring it up at all? Like, do I just act like it didn't happen? Like, do I act? And, like, 
if he just states it again, do I just sit there and smile and nod? Like, that's cool, even though I think it's way too fast. I think so, because this is one of your best friends on the planet. He knows you very well. And so if he wanted to hear what you had to say, I think he would have asked you. And I think he probably already knows what you have to say, which is why he hasn't asked you. <laughs> that's right, because he didn't come to me and say, what do you think about this? We're going to try to set a Maryland record right now, but we're going to need your assistance in this next segment. The Maryland record that we are going to attempt to set... Is the person in the state with the oldest bra that is still in operation? Okay. And let me let me tell you why we're talking about this. There's this TikToker that's been going viral and basically started an uproar online because she is claiming that women should only use a bra for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like... Where does the money reside? <laughs> like, how do you expect people, how do you expect women to pay for that? Yeah. I mean, I get it. Trust me. As a guy that owns a pair of underwear from high school, like, actually, it's, it was eighth grade, so middle school. Still own it. We're Still no, got it. Yeah. But apparently, according to this woman, you should only wear a bra for 30, maybe not consecutive days, but like, not like a month, but like I 30 mean, she, days. she based it on like, if you're wearing the out. same bra every single day for 30 days, but basically 30 wears, like, yeah. and then excuse toss it. me? Jess says no way. No way. Can't be a real thing. No. What To you, what do you think the average woman in the state wears a bra for before she finally gets rid of it? My oldest bra is probably like four years old. Four. And does that feel... How's it still holding up? It's fine. Still, be, can still rock it. It's totally fine. It's totally usable. Yeah. It's, it is in Expensive. fine, nice condition. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to set the record right now for four years. Okay, that's going to be the one to beat. If you're somebody in the state of Maryland that owns a bra and not one that like you can't wear no more, like it has to be, it's still in operation. Yeah, like you, you still use it, still wear it, and it's older than four years old. Can you call us right now? 410-583-1065. and let's get the competition started this morning. Hi, Mix One Hundred Six Five. Who's this? Hi, this is Mari. Hello, Mari. Do you have a, a bra that you still wear that's older than four years? Yes, I do. And how old is it? <laughs> it's, okay, it's 10 years old, but... Okay. But it's like a strapless bra, so I only wear it on certain occasions. Exactly. You only wear it to weddings. You wear it for, for yeah. that specific dress that you yeah. need to wear. No, I, and that's another thing. We have specific bras for specific festivities. Okay. Right, right. But mm-hmm. I have to say... Just to know that I love the bra, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. Listen, we're not arguing with you on that. It, that seems ridiculous to me. Thirty wears and it's over. 30? No, no. Right now, mm-hmm. you're holding the record in the state for the oldest bra still in use. Okay. Hey, Lynn. Good morning. You've had a bra that you still wear now for more than ten years. Correct. I'm going to go fifteen and twenty, but we'll just go with sixteen. Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Just half your life. She's had this bra. Now. Well, we'll go. Half my life. I love you, Kramer. <laughs> no, for Jess, Jess is almost thirty. For half of Jess's oh, life, you've yeah. owned this bra. Okay, yeah. so tell me, tell us about this bra. Why is it so special? How is it still working? I mean, okay. I feel like well, it's full apart. I bought it at Victoria's Secret, so mm-hmm. we'll give a shout out to them. Shout yes. out for sure. So, so at the time when I bought it, it was for like a special dress and yep. a wedding occasion or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it could go. It was one of the when they first kind of started coming out with decent convertible bras. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, you can wear it like a halter or strapless or whatever. Yeah. Fortunately, for most of the years, I could still, you know, fit into it. Yeah. Because I've stayed within a decent weight range. Okay. 
<laughs> and still, but hey, that's a, that's a hell but, of an investment. But, I mean, but I'm going to say I still probably wear it like once a year. That's, I mean, yeah, listen. for special occasions for like a specific right. outfit. Or, or it's just like it, it seems to fit really well with certain tops or dresses. Totally. And it still works. So why yeah. not? Why would you get rid of this after 30 wears? It wouldn't make sense. Okay, that's going to be the one to be. I, I, don't, I don't know that we can get a call with someone in the state that's owned a bra for longer than 15 years, but try it. Hey, Julie, good morning. Good morning. Your oldest bra, can you beat 15 years? Yes. How old? 17 years I've had. 17 17 years I've had it. 17. Tell us about this bra. It's obviously very special to you. Yes. I I actually wear it at least once a week. So I'm like still washing it. It's still in rotation. Nice. It's just super comfortable, really soft. Yeah. (laughs) What uh, what brand is this? Yeah. Where did you get this? Because I need one. Well, it's washed off of it now. She has no idea. (laughs) I think it's. I think it might be Hanes. Hanes. I don't, it's from high school. Okay. It's from high school. <laughs> okay. You're still, you're still wearing it. Hey, that's actually, Jess, who else we got? I've got Lynn on five. Lynn. Baltimore. Is this Lynn? Hi. Hi. Hey. Lynn, can you, beat, can you beat 17 years? Well, mine is from 2003. Okay, do the math so on that. So 19 years. Wow. You have a bra that's 19 years old, and you still wear it on, you know, is it like I weekly, daily? It. Okay, what kind of bra is it? Convertible. Where'd I you, just wore it two weeks ago, actually. Where'd Damn. you get it from? Special Victoria's Secret. Okay, this is a trend here, and I feel like a lot of the times, it, I think it may be worth the investment, because obviously we're seeing like 17, 19 years. Why not just get it? Why not get rid of it? I mean, is it still in complete working condition? It is. I only wear it like twice a year, maybe tw- uh, three times a year. Okay, mm-hmm. so for you, you're like, I only, I only pull it out when I need it? It counts. Yeah. I think I think that's actually good. Nope. Nope. Excuse me. It's not going to be our winner. We have a new competitor. Who is this, Jess, on six? This is Chris from Towson. Chris! Hello. I think you're going to hold the record in the state of Maryland for owning the oldest bra. Your oldest bra is how old? I bought a LaPrella corset strapless bra for my wedding back in 2000. And it's so gorgeous, there's no way I'd throw it away. And I'd make sure to pull that out whenever I can. Yes, girl. 22 years old. You're still wearing yeah. this thing. Now, it's how... So, it's so gorgeous, I have to. Yeah. How often do you think you pull this, this bra? Because I'm, I'm honestly just impressed with the craftsmanship at this point. Yeah. Well, I'd say, I, I mean, I pull it out at least two, three times a year. How many? How much do you pay for that bra? you remember? Oh, Several hundred dollars. Oh, wow. I think better. Yeah. But I mean, it's 22 years old, so. Yeah, so think about what it would cost nowadays. Oh, oh it, it'd, be, it'd be thousands. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.